Zenkai Boost is a DBZ Kai fancast. It should not be mistaken for an official member of the Dragon Ball product line in any capacity. Remember, the Dragon Ball series wouldn't exist without support from fans like you, so buy a DVD or something. Also, this show is not safe for work, unless you can wear headphones at work, then go ahead and roll those dice, they're basically asking for it. Hey, idiots. Oh, sorry. I, I fucking peaked that really badly. Hey, idiots. What's up? It's w- welcome back to Zenkai Boost. That's pretty aggressive. Yeah. Dumbasses. Dumbasses. Season two, Zenkai Boost is where we is where we jump the shark a little bit. We're, we're going for more double like double digits. We're going. For, yeah. Double digits. What's up? Uh, that's how you know we've made it to the big time. The other way you know we've made it to the big time is that I had to throw out the entirety of the audio from episode 10. And here we are. It was are. a banger. It was a. It was really. You guys will never know what you missed. It was too. It was too good to live. It was. It was like it's going back in the Disney vaults. Maybe someday it'll come back out. Sometimes you just gotta let a good thing go. You know that's exactly right, Blaine. If you if you hold on to it, then you crush it in your big, big stupid hands. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Max Newland. I'm Blaine Corliss. I'm Kevin Hillrick. And I'm the other Max, Max Kostrak. And this is uh, episode 10, take two. Uh, episode 10 is uh, entitled Sit Tight Chow Tzu, Tien Screaming Tribeam. But before we get into that, it feels like, I mean, when I when I was listening to the audio from episode 10, it was obvious to me that kind of a lot of time had passed. We, we were pretty far ahead in terms of our episode recordings. So Yeah, we were on 12, I think. Yeah, we, were on, yes. we just did 12 a little while ago. So this is a little so, bit of a time jump for us. It's going to be weird. We're going to try not to spoil. So, like, hello, future Max in episode 11. Or past uh-huh. Max. But it's in the audience's future still. That's the fucked up part. Oh, this is getting too Our timey-wimey. timeline is crazier than, Ze- than The Legend of Zelda. That's what I'm going to say. Did you know that the last thing Satoru Iwata said before he died? It was and a very... Is... It was a very, very tender moment. He pulled Shigeru Miyamoto very close, and he said into kissed his ears, him a first. "He kissed him a little first. And he <laughs> said into his ear, Guys. "Tell Reggie the Zelda timeline is stupid." <laughs> and then he died. <laughs> and that's it. I don't think that's. I don't think that's true, Max. I'm gonna need to see your sources on this. I'm the doctor. That's right, everybody. It's me. I did oh, it. I was his doctor. Oh, this is also a Doctor, doctor Who fan? No, 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 no. No, like or literally you have a, doctor a doctor in in Japanese video game development. Yeah. You were oh, my PhD okay. you were in the doctor in the room <laughs> with <laughs> Concentration in 64. Yeah, yeah, my concentration was 64. <laughs> I t- I did a little bit of um uh uh what do you call them? Not extracurriculars. Fucking electives yeah i did some electives in wii u studies but i knew that wasn't going anywhere so yeah that was kind of a waste huh how dare you (laughs) (laughs) sorry for shitting on the wii u i guess yikes god not with a bang but with a whimper what what a year it's been anyway this is the show about dragon ball z kai um yeah 
man, it's easy to forget about that sometimes, isn't it? <laughs> it's just a show about whatever. It's like Seinfeld, you know? It's just so, like, you can't, you can't deal with it. It's not like Seinfeld. We could do furious. another podcast if you guys want, but this one is very specifically about Dragon Ball Z and every episode and what happens in that episode. But, but how cool would it be to get to the final episode and then just restart, like, somehow? What? So, like, you basically can... do the... Th- do what Toonami did to me for my entire childhood. <laughs> Just <laughs> We're actually rewatching this in the Toonami broadcast order, so once we finish this arc, we actually have to do it one more time. Ah! Sorry. <laughs> it's been an entire so, year on Namek. So first things first, uh how was that how's that opening treating you guys? Um, um just I got to be honest here. Um it turns out I may have um you know how we had some if- difficulties with we were everyone ended up uh, listening to some different music because of the different versions of the yeah uh, yeah yeah uh, yeah yeah. Uh, I may have run into the same issue uh, because it turns out there was an extra audio track um, on the version of the in- opening that I was listening to. Wait wait um, so, wait. So you're telling yeah. me all those moments on on I think I think on, on multiple like episodes I've said that I can't tell if I've listened to this song before. This might actually be because it's. I actually I've been listening to an actual well, different no, song. No, now call me crazy, one... but I feel like the story's gonna turn on us. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, because no, it, it it it's definitely not something you would have heard. I realized the extra audio track was me moaning and wailing and gnashing my teeth. Oh, <laughs> that was sort of contributing to the low quality. Uh, so I, the, I'm gonna reevaluate okay. in the coming weeks. Right, best I can. Well, that'll really like I'm sure it'll change your be kind of a uh, paradigm hope. shift right that's the, let's hope that's the dream that is the dream uh this episode's uh this episode is pretty intense um, yeah things have things have started getting intense and this is the one that we mentioned at the end of episode nine if you watched the preview at the end of episode nine you know all of the most Sorry. relevant pieces of information about this episode it's been 100 percent completely spoiled from the get-go so this one uh starts off with uh with Krillin uh doing something very cool. Krillin gets a lot of very cool moments in this uh in this part of the arc. Really let's just say this part of the show. This part (laughs) of the show Yeah. Krillin does a lot of cool stuff. Um the the Cybermen uh Krillin's pissed off about the Cybermen that just killed his buddy uh what's his what's his name? Yamcha. Yamcha. And Vegeta and Vegeta was talking shit. Uh, Vegeta's talking shit about his dead friend, which is no good. He's 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 like, uh, give them a moment to clear their trash off the battlefield. Ooh, which, yikes, man. on one hand, he's definitely being a dick, but on the other hand, just from like a like a <laughs> like a a, a, a war uh, perspective, that is fairly polite. <laughs> That's kind of. He didn't. He really doesn't have to do this. He could just go murder them. And they they don't take advantage of it because, as we'll see coming up several times, Yamcha's body is still just going to hang around. Oh man! Just completely, they just leave it there. Where they are kind of (laughs) busy. They're a little bit busy. Um. So this. So Krillin pulls a move here that I really love. It's it's a super good move. And in if you've played a Dragon Ball Z fighting game in the past decade. This is like his big signature technique, his like finisher. Um, and he shoots a very, very slow 
beam of yellow yeah, Nappa energy. specifically calls out, it's a slow-mo beam. It's, you know, like a slow-mo beam? He has a talent yeah, for like stating the obvious. He's very... Uh, and, uh, and it's sort of, he curves it up in the air. And he then does that beam bending I love. And it splits into a bunch of different beams. He like does like a ha, and it, and it like explodes into five or six different beams. Surprise, motherfuckers! And it does a big explosion. Nappa and Vegeta get out of the way, of course, of course, of course. But guess well, what? They don't, they don't get out of the way. They just straight up. They just take tank it. it. Yeah. Oh, they, they just face the tank. They don't even. They don't even try to move. They just take it. They just eat it. Uh, I also do want to note uh, as this happens, and he destroys several Cybermen. We do get, I think, my, what might be the first, and it's something that I love in anime, the first uh, multiple character sort of glass pane style reaction where several <laughs> characters' faces show up and each one goes like, oh, ah, whoa, whoa. <laughs> that is, that, I love it when that happens in anime. I have probably mentioned this uh, in earlier episodes of Zenkai Boost, but if I have not, I would just like to go on the record saying I love this thing that happens in anime where basically any time a character is on screen, they make a noise of some kind. <laughs> you never just see someone's reaction. They, and maybe it's because the, because vo, you know vocal pauses and things like that are more common. Yeah, I think we did discuss Japanese. this before. Mm-hmm. It's just so funny. Even in like a low stakes situation, you'll cut to someone and they'll be like, "Huh," <laughs> <laughs> like they're staring intently, and there's hmm. Hmm. Like, like they're like a character from Minecraft, one of those little villagers that are just like, all the time. And I know for those of you listening who are like, man, I'd really love to get a sample of this. Don't worry, at the end of this episode, each of us is going to sample for a couple of minutes all of our different anime noises that we can make. So you can <laughs> use them for various text message tones. Or... It's part of a bigger project that <laughs> yeah. I'm working on where I'm going to yeah. use those to make a beatbox trap. And, oh, uh, track, my and I'm God, gonna that really... would be so fucking good. <laughs> I'm going to rap about anime and all my favorite animes. So stay tuned for that. My SoundCloud is launching soon. Uh, and SoundCloud, um, is sh- SoundCloud is shutting down soon. Ah, oh, man. And I got a Vine right before Vine shut down, so I'm like the kiss of death for these things. Stop getting things. (laughs) And now because I bought Kirby, there's not going to be any more good Kirby games. Fuck! Shit, Max. That's like my lone light in the darkness, you guys, that there's still good Kirby games. But this isn't a video Uh, game podcast. I'm sorry. That's another Um, one. Yeah. uh, What happens next? Somebody somebody else walk me through this next part. Uh, Next up. Oh, yeah. Because there's a lot. Krillin takes out three Cybermen in this in this uh, blast. Uh, Booyah! Booyah! Just kills three of them outright. One of them escapes into a nearby cave with sort of low quality <laughs> animation. <laughs> he, well, like a little goblin said, jumping into his bridge. A, I said escapes into. It's more like clips through. <laughs> <laughs> it was lagging. They have really bad lag in this fight. That's why. I <laughs> need to check their Wi-Fi's and the routers. So the roto routers. Routers. Yeah, the Every... routers. Blaine's Canadian. He just says certain things. Yeah, yeah. different. It's, you know, just weird. My bad. Like you know, he says meters instead of feet sometimes. Feeders. <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning a lot about different cultures tonight. I don't. I don't think that that's Canadian, Max. Well, you would know. So, so I don't know. I'll defer. So everybody's really impressed. Krillin actually acknowledges that there's that there was one that got away. Uh, he mentions it right the one that got away right before right before it jumps back back out immediately into basically Piccolo's waiting arms. 
Um, oh, is this where he just mouth he beam? Melts it? He does a very cool. He goes like die, and then melts the flesh off of his skeleton with a with a with a mouth laser, which is typically reserved for villains. Really, like I love mouth lasers. It's such a cool move. So far, I think we've only seen two characters do it. Nappa, so uh, Piccolo. We have seen Piccolo do it before. I'm pretty sure. Uh, and and uh, Gohan as a as a big monkey. Oh, okay. So this is also a, a rare instance of Piccolo doing something altruistic, uh, because he, you know, he kind of he kind of sees that the Cyberman's going after Gohan and he saves him. Uh, and then he gives it like a tough guy act, like I don't actually care about you. <laughs> yeah, go Gohan runs whatever. over. Go Gohan runs over to thank him for saving him, and he's like, "Whatever, it's not. It's not like I. It's not like I saved you. Like or anything. you. Do, do we see Piccolo's face? <laughs> I can't remember. When, when he's... <laughs> it's a little soon, soon. God damn it. Uh... Piccolo's very heavy on the soon, soon. Not a lot of dare there. No, oh, God, kill me. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I, I, I didn't mean to take it there, but I did. I'd also, I'd also like to note that t that Tien goes, uh, some like great job, Piccolo, but he only says it in his head. <laughs> he just, he just, he, he just, just kind of scared. It. He's just like a little scared of Piccolo, you know, like because he's the guy who used to be the Demon King that killed everybody. That's true. Uh, this is also where, uh, uh, right after this is when we see that uh, Vegeta and Nappa completely tanked Krillin's blast, as Kevin said. Just because they, they just could. totally don't give a fuck. Great. Does not matter to them at all. That's what is that hit did not sell in any way, and uh, Nappa is is really itching to get going. Uh, but Vegeta tells him the plan. Oh, sorry, tells him that the plan is to leave Piccolo for last, so they can get that sweet Dragon Ball info. Sweet, sweet balls. So they can find those sweet balls. Excellent. All right. So anyway. I think balls. that's our quota. I think that's our quota on balls jokes. Um, there it is, Blank. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we may have to put a moratorium just for this episode on ball jokes. <laughs> yeah, because if we but, denied ourselves that for the whole series, then. Well, we'd run out of material pretty yeah, quickly. No more, no more material there. Uh, Piccolo does a really cool uh, move. Here to save Krillin because Krillin is Nappa's first. Nappa wants to wet his whistle. You know? Well, and he does. He specifically calls him out. He says, "I'm gonna take." Like he, I think he calls him a pip squeak. He's yeah, he the pip the... squeak first. That's uh, that is in fact what he does. But Piccolo, once again, being kind of altruistic, intercepts him. So this episode's a lot of Piccolo saving people. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. interesting. Uh, which is cool. Kind of... It's almost like we're working towards something here. I don't know. I don't know. Right, we'll see. Baby Piccolo is Jesus. Uh, and uh, is this where uh, Nappa gets really mad and he starts to do the the thing with the levitating rod? He starts rod? to power. Yes. Yeah, oh seriously. yeah. He 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 does the thing that the show is known for, which is uh, squatting down and screaming and making a lot of lightning happen around him. Now the in the the earth begins to shake and rocks begin to levitate around him. Cool as hell. It's a really it's good looks trip. serious. It looks bad. Like things, bad things are going to happen. It's it's the first. It's the first like big time like power up sequence that we're seeing. Like, and I do want to note that in the middle of him powering up, we do cut away to Goku, um, for like the fifth time in this arc, flying even faster now, <laughs> trying to get to everybody in time. Just in case you forgot where he is. Yes, and he's trying real hard to not be late. 
so as Nappa is powering up here, Chaozu is is over next to Tien floating in the air. Just... So that's the little doll boy, right? Yeah, yeah. I need some background on that guy because I, I don't get if he's human or not. He's he's human. He's supposed to be. He's human. He's just weird. <laughs> Chaozu's he he's got his own thing going on. You know, we just sort well, of let I mean, him. Let, and let's reflect here for a second. We did think that Piccolo was just a demon for a while, so we don't really we, know. We're still the jury's still out on Tien's whole. Chaozu might just be a haunted doll come to life. <laughs> 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 well, I figured they were just from the wasteland, you know, with the nuclear fallout. Yeah, um, the crane master bought him off eBay. Blaine, I'm sorry, can wasteland. you can you say the word nuclear again real quick? Nuclear? No. Oh, no. no. Stop the podcast. No. no. <laughs> Is that a Canadian thing? N- nuclear. It can't possibly. Yeah, I think nuclear. it's a Canadian thing. It's... I think it's a Canadian thing like how they say, <laughs> um, how they say. Uh, p- sorry p- versus potato. Sorry. They well, say you're potato just, instead of potato. You're adding extra <laughs> letters into it. <laughs> well, sorry, I guess. <laughs> I don't this know what this is all about, but okay. So, That's on. saying a so, lot so, for us. So we didn't really get too far into Chaozu. Chaozu is like, he's he's just a dude and he's just weird. He's Tian's best friend. That's what's Tien's really important. best friend here. in the whole fucking world. And he... Sticking with him being weird, he's floating here while Nappa's powering up, and he he tells Tien that he tried to hypnotize him. And first off, why? Second off... Secondly, when? <laughs> when you weren't doing anything. I'm... I'm <laughs> my theory is that he just really wants to seem like he's contributing, and he just had to... Like, he just pulled this... Yeah, I tried to hypnotize him, guys. That's my... You You didn't know about that ability that I had, right? It didn't work, though. I tried. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad. Um, Is this when... And, and Chaozu kind of makes a little rush at him? Well, no, then he starts to glow, and we don't know mm, what... Yeah, yeah, we don't yeah. know what he's doing that time. Because... <laughs> But it fails. Some magic. I think it's some magic, probably. Tien warns Chaozu not to close his eyes, which, good advice, but Nappa then knocks him right out of the sky <laughs> with the most casual mouth laser of all time. Like, he just, just like, he doesn't even really... He's like a baby spitting up. <laughs> You know, we did skip past this, and I do want to stop on this real quick. Uh, the fact that as Nappa is powering up, uh, not only is he getting all that energy around him and moving all those rocks, but he also uses uh, the lightning and, like, uh, it charges up with electricity. Like, oh, yeah, he uh, actually like gets good old struck. Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> Was Benjamin Franklin a Saiyan? Guys. Oh, this oh. is a good This is a good place to go down, they've, I feel like. They've... They've always been among us. Saiyans are known for loving French prostitutes, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wait. God. Oh, yeah, because we'll Frank- it's a Ben Franklin goof. It's a Ben... I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. <laughs> so, <laughs> things... This is... <laughs> yeah. Uh, Napa was struck by lightning. That was pretty cool. This is the part where it gets very brutal... Uh, and a lot of things happen very quickly. 
Oh yeah, things get real bad real fast. Um, with with like frightening speed, things get go downhill here. Uh, Nappa appears. It we we all were sort of. I was led to believe that Nappa was going to do like a big beam, um, but he doesn't. He he rushes Tien with this lightning energy, and Tien blocks a bunch of hits. Um, and but he's really like Nappa's really got him on the on the retreat, and then Nappa punches his blocking hand so hard that it comes off <laughs> like guys, cleanly like like a like a, a perfectly like it was cut with a sword like <laughs> a lightning I, sword I, I do have to wonder yeah it, first of all it should have been much more gory than that no i was just thinking also, about it caught it this happen all the time in this show it just it just, <laughs> just people get their blocking hands punched off it just popped yeah. it just popped right off just clean <laughs> Like, <laughs> who did that? <laughs> <laughs> Once you pop, you don't you stop. Oh, the fun, the fun <laughs> actually stops very, very quickly uh, in this particular situation. The fun never really started here, unless you're Nappa. Uh, and then Krillin sees this and, like, tries to help out. Uh, but <laughs> tries is the operative word. In yeah, that gets intimidated by Nappa's huge blast that leaves a crater in the earth. Is this the really, really deep crater? Too? Yeah, this is yeah. the super deep crater you can't see the bottom of. Yeah, it's like an almost a bottomless pit in the in the ground. Yeah, uh, like so, it's it's so it's enormous. It's, it's over, obviously overkill. <laughs> uh, uh, but Chaozu realizes that Nappa has a very important weakness uh, that we have kind of discussed uh, in terms of talking about the art style. How it kind of looks like Nappa has a very very tiny head on his gigantic, <laughs> like Gundam sized meat body. <laughs> so Chaozu realizes that he probably can't grip on like the space in between his shoulder blades because his big muscles are in the way. At least I'm thinking that's what Chaozu is thinking because he latches on. Now I like he just that flies around and latches on Nappa. I like that as as Chaozu is approach is approaching Nappa, Vegeta gives just enough fucks to warn him, but not enough to sound like he cares. <laughs> what does he say? He's just uh, uh, Nappa. You might want to look behind you. It's a very Willy Wonka <laughs> moment. Like, oh like no, that. don't stop. Just, just sounds really bored about it. Um, so Chaozu is, uh, he's there, he's on his back and he's, he's, he's glowing and charging I, up. And I do love that Nappa tries to reach him and absolutely can't because of his big, dumb muscles. Because he, he's just, his body is too big. It is too large. Oh man. He does. It, this is pretty nasty. He just like smashes his back into mountains so hard. They crumble. Yeah. Like, this Repeatedly. Tiny man clinging to him. As as Chaozu is uh, saying a tearful goodbye telepathically to uh, Tien. Yeah, can, can I can I interject right here and say this is one of the first real like aw moments in this show for me, just because like his his words are like thank you Tien, and that's that uh, that's I mean that's pretty rough. You, the last we see like a show like a slides a few no no this is not yet but you 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 can tell what we're building towards. Chaozu dies in this in this he, moment he as a suicide towards. attack. Yeah, now, he now, on ya. Self-destruct. Now, right before that, though, guys, I would like to note that as Tien is pleading with Chaozu not to do it, uh, he's doing kind of pretty inappropriately, I would say, uh, a really bad Matthew Broderick impression. <laughs> what? Well, that's what this guy's Tien voice is. It's like a very Matthew Broderick kind of voice. Did you guys not hear that in his voice when he's he's telling Chaozu not to 
that he sounds exactly like Matthew Broderick, kind of like, kind of like, kind of like in the producers, like at the beginning of the producers, like. I would love no if they else? if they find if they did a good live action DBZ if we could get Matthew Broderick for this part. <laughs> and I don't want him to do any like Hollywood movie magic like um uh Captain America body transformation kind of stuff. He doesn't I have want... to. Matthew Broderick already has a third eye. I just really no, I'm saying I just really want like Matthew Broderick like shirtless very normal looking Matthew Broderick. <laughs> <laughs> Just Matthew Broderick without a shirt on. Like, I don't need him to look like TN. I think it would actually be really great. How do you want to handle the missing arm? He doesn't even need arm. to get back into fact, Ferris Bueller's shape, really. let's just replace the character TN with the person Matthew Broderick. Is that what you're saying here? Yeah, yeah sure. Monorail. I would watch that. Yo, yeah, yeah. I'm on, I'm on board. <laughs> so Chaozu blows himself up. And it's very sad. Um, and and Tien screams uh, despairingly into the into the sky about it. And we see like a a, a slideshow of memories. The last of which is Chaozu holding a pig. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say, if 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 one of you sacrificed yourself to destroy the Saiyan menace, one of my favorite memories would be the time we met a pig. <laughs> I mean, pigs are pretty cool. So. Um, <laughs> that, that makes it into the highlight reel. So, uh, Piccolo is even impressed. Ooh. Actually, he, he he actually he praises Chaozu for for quote getting results. Ooh. <laughs> Yikes! Almost immediately, almost immediately afterward, the smoke clears and Nappa is revealed, totally one hundred percent unharmed. He's kind of lost some of his armor, but that's it. Uh, the pink smoke clears because Chaozu's explosion oh, and, and no. self-destruct results in a, a pink sort of smoke. I don't know why. Oh, I think God. you know why. Maybe he's a fairy. Maybe he is, is he a fae fairy. in guys, nature? Guys, it's guys, it's blood. <laughs> what? This is the most viscerally upsetting thing I've pink. seen in this show. Like Tien, oh, 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 God. Tien in this moment is crying tears from all three of his eyes. <laughs> I love that. I I love I, when his third eye expresses emotion. It's great. I, I would like to, to take a side note real quick um, to talk about Tien. Kevin, do you know what race Tien is? <laughs> He's human. Yeah. Uh, is he? Because here's the thing. <laughs> Goku, a guy with a tail, is a Saiyan. Piccolo, a green dude with antenna, is a Namekian. Tien is a, a dude with three eyes. He is not human. Um, and my theory here is that there is there is probably like a whole planet of three-eyed dudes. And like he has his own backstory, but nobody ever mentions it to Tien or like All right, gives guys, a shit. Here it is. Let's take the bets right now. When is this going to become a plot line on Dragon Ball Super? Tomorrow. <laughs> They're already scraping the bottom of like I've five different barrels. I've not watched a single episode of Super, you guys. The arc they're in now is looks like it's going to be for a while. I just saw I saw two screenshots. One was of Winnie the Pooh. Yes. And yeah, one yep, yep. was uh, of Mr. Satan Super Saiyan. So <laughs> I, I don't think I can that's watch a, any of that's this a, show. That's a, that's a dream sequence. That's still upsetting to me. I'm I don't enjoying want to know super. whose dream sequence. It's actually, it's actually pretty all right. Um, I've been watching it with my roommate, and we are 
about. I mean, we skipped the two arcs that yeah, are you... just Battle of yeah, God yeah. and Resurrection. <laughs> Longer. Combo. No, I, um, I think Kevin describes it pretty clear. It's it's all right. I mean, it's not anything like special, but I mean, if you just enjoy watching those characters go on, I mean, it's good for that. Or if you just like watching really interesting fight scenes, we just we just finished the 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 new future arc. We I, I liked it. I thought it was good. All that Goku Black stuff looked pretty fucking cool. It was it was good. Wait, like- Goku's black in the new one. <laughs> <laughs> There is there is a black sh- Goku. I will watch so much Dragon Ball Super if we finally get a black Goku. We get a Lady Saiyan. There's a there's a yeah, Lady Saiyan. Two, oh, Lady, Doctor Lady Saiyan. I'm all about this diversity, man. Like seriously. Uh, they hint at uh, there's gonna be another power up. I guess another transformation that looks kind of cool. Uh, there's I only saw one image and like it's like beyond blooper Saiyan. Like it's like bluey black. I I I don't know what to describe Ooh, it as. Shit. I only saw the image for a little bit when I was watching. Blooper saying it's kind of it's a it's, it's difficult to it's difficult to infer at this point. Yeah, they just shit. know it's gonna be. Guys, a new are one. we gonna have to do a Dragon Ball Super podcast? I mean, well, I would do it. This one. First things Let's, first. <laughs> just we'll just keep Let's going. Not get ahead it. of ourselves. Uh, so so Chatsu's dead, and Tien's which sad. Krillin Krillin pronounces tactfully. Uh, by yelling after Nappa is revealed that Chaozu died for nothing right next to Tien. Well, his friend is suffering terribly. So Tien punches a mountain apart. So Tien's like, he's missing an arm, but he's still going like really hard after Nappa. He's real, real mad. Well, this is probably like the worst day ever for him. Well, I feel like this should be a pretty emotional moment for him and a moment where he like does something really important. And instead, is this is when we cut to Piccolo, Krillin, and Gohan coming up with a secret plan. Yeah, we kind of just leave, um, leave like, let Tien, Tien there. flail. Yeah, and he at one point he says something like, "You just wait till it grows back," which is kind of sad. <laughs> yeah, that's that's Piccolo's deal, dude. Did you not know how huge? As a kid, I believed that. At one point, Nappa says to Tien, "If you're worried that your friend will be lonely in hell." Uh, I'll send you to join him soon. But why is why is he familiar with Earth's religions? Uh, because and let's not forget this: hell is universal. Hell is Raditz real. It's got like a time sent cube to thing. hell. That's canon. That's canon. Is, Dragon Ball Z is a very Christian show. Well, see, I was gonna say I thought that this was more based on Buddhism, but I don't know if hell is a part of Buddhism or not. Uh, no, no, you just become a dog or whatever. Yeah, you turn into like a snail wow. and you have to clean butts for a living. Gotta be like a, one of those butt cleaning snails if you're a bad, if you're a nasty boy. There Wait. are snails that clean butts? Wait. Yeah, what? I don't know, sure. I'm sure where, there's lots of... Where do dude, I get there's... one of these? Wow. I'll save a lot on toy... Oh, oh, I... oh, never mind, sorry. I... <laughs> <laughs> we're, this, we're loosey-goosey uh, on this one today. You can tell it's our second try. <laughs> Take two. So while Pic- while they are planning, while Piccolo and Krillin are planning a surprise attack on Nappa, uh, I, I like Piccolo very pointedly tells Gohan not to fuck it up. Don't shit <laughs> the bed. <laughs> hey, hey kid, you're hey kid, don't fuck it up. He's 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 like, all right, this is what we're gonna do. Got it, Gohan. Well, Gohan's like zero for three right. He now, really has. He? he has done nothing but fuck everything up constantly. 
just really, really has been very... This is why you don't bring a four-and-a-half-year-old child to an intergalactic Saiyan fight. And is this also where um, Vegeta kind of eavesdrops a little bit? Yeah, we find yeah. out. We find out the camera pans back. Vegeta heard the whole thing. He doesn't give a shit. Maybe don't yell your plans out loud, he's, dumbasses. He's like, he's like, that's a pretty good plan. Uh, good luck with it. I don't care. <laughs> give it a shot. I like it when he gets hurt. Should be could could be fun. Um. So Piccolo launches that plan. Uh, which is to sort of flank Nappa and then well, pinball him hang, around. Hang on, hang on, because before, oh, before that, before that, Piccolo uh, uh, tries to to get get in on the shit talking to Vegeta and tells him that he's going to be in trouble when Goku gets here. Um, I would like, oh, yeah, this is important. I would like to note though that Piccolo really has a lot of confidence in a guy that ostensibly he still hates and wants to kill. Maybe it's just because he likes Gohan so much that he like. He wants to root for Gohan's yeah. dad. And I can't see Piccolo respecting Goku's power at the very least. I think he's just running out of options, so he's starting to bank on what he has to. That's a good yeah. point, too. I, yeah. I, I, I gotta throw my hat in this ring, or uh, I'll die alone. <laughs> I mean, if you think Man, about it, sucks. we've lost two Z-Fighters. You've got a four-year-old, a guy who's maybe three feet tall, uh, a guy who's missing an arm. <laughs> And then a guy who's green. And then you have two Saiyans, which one it's doesn't care and guys. will tell you, like, good job on your plans. And then another guy who's just a giant. Neither of them are green. Yeah, you, you got very few options there. Um, so then Piccolo, so we do the plan. Um, and the plan and works. I want to note the first strike of this plan when Piccolo hits uh, Nappa. He kind of scratches his face up. Like, <laughs> he, his, his claws kind of come out. In nice. Like, they... They both Piccolo and Krillin score really solid hits on Nappa. They nail their part of this attack. Absolutely like pull it um, off perfectly. Then... And then mm. Gohan comes in and finally after all these episodes of him being such a whiny little bitch and not doing anything right, he finally overcomes his wait a minute. Oh. No, I'm sorry. He shits the bed. Oh, yep. Oh, he fucking chokes. Again, whoops! Uh, he, he totally just fucking runs away. He like runs for cover. Runs, when he sees Nappa heading he towards him. He runs away. He he is a five years old uh, who has watched two people get murdered today. So yeah. that I got I got There's a little bit of sympathy well, for him. He a I mean, murder, a, murder, a murder and a suicide. I do <laughs> want to take devil's advocate here, which is that. Piccolo has been training this child for one singular purpose for a year now. So it's kind of a, a you knew this job was dangerous when you took it. Yeah, kind of thing. I, I, I'm on Piccolo's team here. I'm disappointed in Pic Gohan. Because Piccolo responds when Gohan runs away, Piccolo immediately shouts for all to hear, You're worthless! <laughs> and he's accurate at this point in time. That's, that's his new dad. Telling him he's worthless. Um, we jump to Kami, who sort of gets a vision that he's going to die soon. Yikes. Uh, he's sort of foreseeing his own death, and, and Popo's very upset about this because he's, like, apparently Kami's best friend or whatever. Um, he's very sad that Piccolo's probably going to get killed. That's what he says. Um, we get back to Tien, who reminisces about the good times and the bad times with his little friend. And this is when he charges up, right? Yes, mm -hmm. yes, this is when he starts charging up uh, to do 
the the screaming tribeam, the titular screaming tribeam, and it's huge. Another it's suicidal a, attack. It's a it's a, a big big, big beam. Even Vegeta looks surprised by it. Uh, we, yeah, whoa. We, tribeam is one of those things that, like, throughout the whole series, is is like a fallback, something that you can depend on pretty good. Except, um, it doesn't. It doesn't work so much. Now, do we, I gotta say, time. this is getting a little old. Do we get a flashback? And do we get to see Tien with a pig? I forget. <laughs> that well, was before, I, I think. There's no, so there's no one to flashback. Okay. There's no one to flashback about him. Leads <laughs> me to think, like, what? Where was Tien's pig at the time? Right. What's what the hell? Well, I want I mean, a lot more pig backstory. Tan, Tan, Tan kind of seems like the more serious of the of the of the two. Maybe he didn't want a pig. Maybe not really. Maybe a pig he was he just, wanted a cow. Maybe, maybe maybe he just wanted Chaozu to have a pig. Oh, that's really sweet. That is actually. sweet. That's nice. So this is all nice, fan fiction, though. It's just a nice. <laughs> show. So I want to I want to point out. There's no canon material of them hanging out with a pig, is there? I, I guess. There's a drawing of it that Akira Toriyama did. So. Uh, yeah, so Tien uh, bites it. He just sort of falls over dead, having used up the last of his life energy. Nappa is still completely unfazed. Nappa He's... has lost, like, maybe 10% of his HP, uh, and three people are dead. I feel like to you're accomplish being... that. Too too modest. It's been a real bad bad day for 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 these these boys. And Gohan starts crying. My favorite thing that he does. <laughs> Good lord, I love it when this little baby cries on my favorite television show. Um, Krillin screams for Goku, just sort of like he just has like screams. He kind of has an emotional breakdown on the battlefield, uh, and and. In the midst of his freaking out, yelling for Goku, who obviously can't hear him. And I gotta say, I feel more for Krillin in this moment than I do Gohan. For sure. <laughs> I feel like Krillin understands the stakes, and he's participated, and has 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 been hurt in this battle. I want to make sure that um, that we sort of, like, this, this is a really important moment. Um, and it's something that really resonated with me as a kid, like this part of the show. And Blaine made a makes a in your notes. I noticed you had a, like a pretty big thing about this. How like this is just the most hopeless, like despairing situation. Yeah, watching yeah. this as a kid, th that's absolutely what they established. Is that uh, this is a really shitty situation? This is so bad. Yeah, this is a I mean, very, very, very bad place that. For, for all of them Zetsubo. I mean, how many how many episodes are from like the Piccolo taking Gohan to this point? Like, give or take an estimate of episodes. I think it was well, probably we are on this episode is episode 10. ten. So so it was like six or seven. So we can say from this episode here, we've spent half the show watching these characters train, watch these characters develop, and then in one one episode. We watch a bunch of them die. To be fair, we haven't really, we didn't really watch any character development for Yamcha, Tien, or Chaozu. They got introduced to us, and then we saw them train a little bit, and then I well, mean, it's, it's still it's... like holy shit, right? Like they fucking these two, these guys who we were led to believe are 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 of the the most elite fighting force on the planet, 
have been taken down so easily that it was like child's play for these folks. Yep. It's a very, it's an extremely dire situation. Is this where um, Vegeta kind of realizes what the what the situation is with Goku? Yeah, Vegeta Vegeta over here is uh, Krillin's uh, freak out, and he his, his feral yawp. He seems he seems pretty curious. Nappa's Nappa's just about to 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 launch another attack on Krillin and Piccolo. He's, this is a great moment. Oh, this is it, funny. it's a such a great moment. He's so he's he's coming at him. He's flying uh, at at them from above. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Vegeta shouts for him to stop, and he stops dead in midair. Like With there's car like sounds. the scree- the screeching brake noise and everything. <laughs> he's at a dead stop, frozen in that the that same pose he was in. It's very. It's all very Looney Tunes. Such a like tonal whiplash, but it's it's kind of needed to help you step out of that. Yeah, for sure, because we just dealt with some really insanely depressing shit. So a joke would be nice. Thanks, Akira. <laughs> so yeah, and now so at this point, yeah, Vegeta has figured out he uh, that that Goku is uh, Kakarot, uh, and he thinks oh. <laughs> he's like you guys are dumb as hell. He died fighting Raditz. My shitty little brother. <laughs> There's no way. There's no way that dead guy's gonna fight us. Gohan's like, you're full of shit. Uh, my dad's gonna be strong enough to beat you both. <laughs> my dad can beat you both up. <laughs> um, but Vegeta does. He does the Saiyan thing. He does the thing that I have come to know as the Saiyan thing, which is doing something stupid to give your opponent an advantage. He is extremely intrigued by the promises of a five-year-old. Is Vegeta? Dumb. I think Vegeta's That's a good just question. guys. So is, full guys of is Vegeta is Vegeta dumb? Is Vegeta dumb? has proved himself to be one of the smarter characters on this show, but at the same time, I think he might be dumb. There's the gulf between the smartest Z fighter and like the 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 dumbest oh like, non Z fighter person. Yeah, the the gap between the smartest Z fighter and the next smartest person, Bulma, is like unimaginable it's like the entire breadth of human experience and i'm i'm just saying like also on the word of a five-year-old who has just watched three people die that his father is going to come and beat them both his up, dead dad is going to come and beat them both up vegeta's like okay yeah, yeah all right that this sounds is, that sounds good let's wait three um, hours this is the equivalent of this child saying, I know he's going to come. I know Santa Claus is real. He's my dad, and he's Tim Allen. And he and as soon as I shake this snow globe, he's going to show up and fight you. <laughs> but keep in mind from Vegeta's perspective, what does he have to lose? What does Vegeta have to lose? Three hours, apparently. Yeah. He figures that he can spare three hours to wait for a good fight. And so he he puts a moratorium. They, they reach an armistice for three hours. Uh, to give Goku some catching up time, because uh, he's just he's he's itching for it. He would love to have a good fight. Now, and Nappa is really mad about this, and actually starts to go after Krillin and Piccolo anyway. Uh, Vegeta. Vegeta stops him again, doesn't he? Yeah, he's he's he 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 gets mad. He's like, "Are you about to defy a direct order?" And Nappa, uh, just about uh, poops in his pants. <laughs> He's 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 quivering in midair, uh, in fear of Vegeta. Uh, 
Which well, and quick reminder, like last episode, Vegeta blew up a Cyberman with like a flick of his finger. And I don't want to bang this drum forever, but it's still really funny that he's so scared of a man who, without the hair, is like four feet tall. <laughs> if that. Like, he's barely taller than... He's like Krillin with Gohan maybe, like, riding piggyback. That's how big he is. <laughs> I'm sure that Toriyama was trying to play on this, like, was just trying to play on our expectations with Vegeta. Yeah, it's that very so much seems like what funny. he was trying to do. But how, like, the difference explain. is so pronounced and so noticeable. It just doesn't explain how he gets his growth spurt in his 30s. I just, Isn't I just what everybody think. gets. I think that's what everybody got. Think about how the rest of the show would have been if they never bothered to make him slightly taller. <laughs> if if Goku was just a giant among all of these tiny people, <laughs> like Goku and Piccolo were the only normal sized dudes on the fighting team. Actually, now that I just thought about it, all, a lot of the villains outside of I think Cell were all kind of short. Yeah, Frieza's rather small uh, in stature. There was Kid Boo uh, really, really far down the line. Oh, you get to hear about so many lovely villains, listeners. So many great villains that Akira Toriyama completely designed on purpose, with no executive meddling at any point. <laughs> at, at all, ever. Yeah, we'll so, get into that. So we're near the end of this episode. Vegeta um, is uncharacteristically patient throughout this whole arc. Over the last yeah, several episodes. Yeah, his personality changes pretty dramatically. I, I think it's on. actually justified, and we'll, mm -hmm. I think we, we are going to talk about that in the future. But I, I do feel like the reason why he is that way, why he is so patient and so calm and so on top of things is because he feels like he is on top of things. He is confident. That's in right. This yeah. He's the prince and he, and he's the, he's at the top of the food chain here. Nobody is challenging him. He has nothing to be afraid of. This isn't really even a fight for him. This is like, this is another fucking pain in the ass. This day is just on the a job. mission. This is an errand at best. <laughs> He's going to go shopping after this so for whatever space veggies they eat. So we end episode 10 of it's a very tense ending. Dragon Ball Z Kai uh, in pretty much the exact same place as uh, episode 25 of Dragon Ball Z. Nice. Um, That's 15 episodes gone. Big old gap already. Uh, big old gap. The preview... Uh, for the next episode, spoils a lot of cool stuff. Uh, again, I, but again, I, I do. But it's honestly, I think it's worth watching this one just because it, you you get to see Goku narrating the preview. Uh, says, "I'm making incredible time as we while his friends are as, getting like mutilated as we flash over the corpses of three of his friends." <laughs> so, so not the best way to put it, really. And can we just talk for one second about the fact that, like, all of this does come down to King Kai. It's his fault. Like, explicitly, he it is his fault. He has omniscience. He can detect the location of the Saiyans. And he should have known that they were ahead of schedule. And he should have sent Goku off a day and a half earlier. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> nothing, yeah. Nothing to say about it. Nothing to say about that because Thanks. I'm 100% right. This is all King Kai's fault. Thanks, God. <laughs> And he will, I don't think he ever takes any responsibility for this. No, no, he probably makes a joke about it. <laughs> well, you know, it, it, that's fucking uncanny. Even a broken clock is right twice a day. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> I want 
just you just being King Kai. It's just, you just. Every time we talk about King Kai's voice, all I can think of is the is the video of the the DBZ voice actors like dubbing over movies, and Sean Schemmel doing uh, the president's speech from Independence Day in the King Kai voice. It's so <laughs> silly. What you? Um, uh, I think that for a special like maybe a movie episode when Max you need to do the whole episode in King Kai voice. Well, see, the thing is, I like being able to talk after I finish recording the podcast. <laughs> that's true. I like still having a voice. Like, that's pretty cool. You have to suffer, you have to suffer for your art. You do have to suffer for your art. So, All right, now, let's decide on our favorite moment. Can I just say, though, real quickly, does anybody remember what the one from episode nine was? I don't think I don't think it beat it, the DP. No, no, it, no. It's, it's double no, penetration. No, nothing beat the DP yet. I can tell you that. No. Okay. The DP um, is going on strong. Double penetration. Double penetration. It's tough to beat. <laughs> who who wants to go first? <laughs> I'll go first. It's 100% Piccolo's line delivery when he yells at Gohan and says, you're worthless. Uh, not only because I'm 100% on his side in this moment, but because it's a very good line delivery. Cool. So, you're worthless from Max. Costrack. I'm not saying you're worthless. I'm just saying that's, your, <laughs> that's the thing you did. No, I I got what you're saying. I'll I'll, I'll go. Um, go for it. Uh, I would say, and I actually changed my from my notes, Newland, since I know you're reading my notes. Um, How I, do you know uh, I'm reading your notes? I because I see a cursor that says your name. Well, you're not doing it now. You disappeared. <laughs> but Some Google Docs uh, maneuvers. Yeah. Um, I've been Google Doxed. I would say that for me. <laughs> It's the after the 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 tri beam, uh, and just watching Nappa just walking at like like when the dust settles and he's just fine. Maybe his armor is broken, and that's it. Just seeing yeah, how tough he is Nappa, comparatively. Nappa. Totally unflappable. How about uh, you, Kevo? Uh, mine was Nappa's Looney Tunes stop in midair when Vegeta <laughs> yells at him. Okay. So, well, mine was the actual tri beam, the actual screaming tri beam. The the episode is named after. Oh, nice. So we got four. We got a pretty diverse selection here. A couple of. Two comedic moments. Two comedic moments, two serious serious. moments. I feel like I just cut you off, Kevin. I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, no. I did nothing important. If I honestly, if I'm, if if I'm going to choose another one, it would definitely be the tri-beam. Absolutely. Yeah. I can say the tri-beam. I'd go tri-beam. All right. So the screaming tri-beam, because it was a pretty, like, it's very emotional. It's very, like, it's one of the biggest moves we've seen so far in the whole show. Uh, up there with Nappa's uh, two-finger nuclear explosion. God, that's cool. Which is somebody's band name somewhere for some two-finger explosion, five-finger death punch, and two-finger explosion. Yeah, <laughs> they're touring together. Pink, so uh, we'll guys, release that... a list of all those cities where you know not to be. Pinky, guys, that kind of sounds like another sex thing. We're we kind of <laughs> do that a lot. Like that's I don't. Is that I our think, brand? I, think I don't we think may that have damaged our, our brand, brand a little bit. I don't think we, <laughs> we just got to work. We might, um, go, we might have got a little sex juice on our brand. Is, uh, <laughs> oh, uh, stay no. tuned. Uh, our sponsor, our sponsor for this episode is ExtremeRestraints.com. <laughs> uh, whatever you need, it's still there. By the way, y'all, it still exists. This website. Thank, thank goodness. Thank I, God for Extreme Business is business is booming. <laughs> It's twenty six. It's twenty seventeen. You know, get weird. Um. So does the <laughs> does the screaming tri beam beat double penetration? I no. I don't no. think in so. In my opinion, it's definitely like it's it's a great moment, but 
it doesn't have the the It's not as cool. It's, it's not as it, like it's not as Whoa. it's it's not as significant. It's not as iconic. It's not as significant. The art isn't as good. I mean, let, let's look at this from a purely like utilitarian sort of viewpoint, which is Tien sacrifices himself for one final blast after his friend dies. Or Goku sacrifices himself to defeat Raditz. And I feel like Goku sacrificing himself is a bit more meaningful here. So there's a trolley, right? And you have the switch. <laughs> oh, no. And if you don't pull the switch, Nappa and Vegeta get the Dragon Balls. And if you do pull the switch, Tien, Chaozu, and Yamcha all die. I'm pulling that switch. Pull that switch. Obviously. Obviously. Speaking of utilitarianism, that's, you know, that's also, where I was going with that. Also, it would be really yeah, the, awkward. The earth is at stake here. It'd be really awkward for the next podcast. Not to mention, and not to spoil anything, <laughs> but as far as moments for the tri-beam, we are going to have a much, much better one. Oh, yeah. Something's later, coming. That tri -beam later, later on. Keep... Keep that in mind because it is a very powerful move and remains a power. It's one of the only moves that remains very powerful for the entirety of Dragon Ball Z. I'd say for anime. Hey, look, I, I, I'm gonna. I want to create an option for us here, you guys. Uh, I, I do want to split the timeline just a little bit, and I want to offer you guys a choice. Um, Jesus, this is. I know. Like... <laughs> I know we've. Got, here's the thing. Uh, we're part of the kimono. We are recording this episode after episode eleven and twelve. And so we're presented with an opportunity here. We could completely break our own timeline if we if we put the tri beam above devil penetration. That's all I'm I, saying. I, <laughs> I'm, this is, I'm not I'm not I'm not prepared for the Iwata Sama did not die so that we could split timelines <laughs> in, in our fucking Dragon Ball Z podcast. I'm I'm not I'm not prepared I'll save for it the, for later. Okay, I got gotcha. for the, the Wink temporal... wink, I gotcha. We'll split it later. <laughs> wink. Okay, that's our other sponsor, Wink. So if you want to try some wine, but you don't know what the fuck is up with wine, go to trystink.com. Trystink. Guys, guys, is there any guys? Is there any chance of of us getting in trouble for claiming people are our sponsors when they're not? No, Absolutely we're not. not. In fact, <laughs> if you want us to stop claiming that, you can pay us money. <laughs> <laughs> Send us each a check, five dollars. Per word. Buy me a coffee. Can I get a, an Americano? <laughs> <laughs> what tired. is happening? Do you guys want to be done with the podcast? Yeah. Let's end this. Okay. Um, thank you for coming with us. Thank you for joining us on this journey. If you want to help out, um, it's always going to be very, very cool to leave comments, uh, review this podcast, give it a five-star rating on iTunes. Um, it, it's just one of those things, you know. Uh, I, I want to thank uh, Max Kostrak's little sister uh, for doing our podcast art. Yeah, she's super good at it. Go she to, made uh, drawings with her hands. Yeah, Kostrak at uh, Tumblr.com. You can find some of her stuff there or ElizabethKostrak.com. Go commission some uh, stuff. Uh, I don't know. Get, get her to do some DBZ fan art or something for your D&D &D campaign. That art you showed us that she did for the D and D campaign, can I say it's crazy. phenomenal? It's yeah. so super, super good. I'm so good. Part of it in so there, cool. So see. cool. Um, I do another podcast uh, about the television show Ghost Adventures. It's a wild, wacky romp. Uh, if you've never seen Ghost Adventures, uh, you're Check very this lucky because you get to watch uh, it for the first time, which is it's a incredible. revelation. <laughs> uh go go watch insanely haunted uh it's on itunes it's on spotify no it's not on spotify that's a lie it's what? on stitcher and all that shit i think that's about it though 
you guys have any anything coming up down the pipe don't forget to uh rep our uh theme song oh shit yeah um uh the the theme music that we used at the start of the show was recorded by friedrich hobbitler uh he's on youtube he's on twitch he does streaming it's pretty cool he's a musician and a twitch streamer so good luck out there friedrich hope you're doing good he was nice enough to not ask me for anything in return. That's really cool. What a cool Super guy. Cool. What a, Thanks, bud. What a Go good, subscribe to his channel. What a good person. Well, I hope you had as good a time as I did with this one. Uh, my name's Max Newland. My name's Blaine Corliss. I'm Kevin Hilrick. And I'm Max Kostrak. And I'm going to remember it this time. Power levels don't matter. Max, nice. they won't get that. That's nice. Yeah, they won't get, they won't get that. That's in a later episode. We fucked oh, up. Oh, shit. Oh, no. The wait. timeline's already <laughs> split. No! <laughs> Is that what happened in episode 10? That was... That, no, that was 11. That was 12. Oh, shit. Or 12. Yeah. So I just blew up my own spot really bad. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fine.